Hey, what's going on, Kingdom Crew? Love you guys so much. Thank you guys for joining me again. Welcome back to another episode of Season 3 on Kingdom Work by Rest. I am your host, Larissa, and let's just go ahead and dive right into it today, y'all. So, today I just want to kind of talk about what the Lord has really been putting on my heart um, all day today. I took some notes, y'all. See, the Lord had me writing some notes. See, I don't always write notes, but when God tells me, he's like, get the notes out. I need this, you know, so... I, I was taking notes all day, y'all. Let me give myself a pat on the back, because y'all know I don't be taking notes for this podcast. <laughs> but God is so good. So uh, I just want to talk about today, like, are you wise? Are you wise? And um, then we're going to get into a lot of, uh, you know, some more stuff. We're going, we going in today. We are going in today. No apologies. Okay, we got to get this thing out. So are you wise? Brothers and sisters, what in your life... If anything, I don't know what level every, all, all everybody who's listening is on, but what in your life, if anything, is causing you to stumble? What is causing you to fall? What devices, worldly devices, satanic devices, unclean devices, ungodly devices is causing you to fall in your life? Ask yourself that question. What is it in your life that you know is ungodly? What is it in your life that you know is causing you to stumble and not reach your fullest potential that you could with the Lord? What is causing you to fall? Why is it causing you to fall? Why? Why is this thing or that thing or that thing causing you to fall? And if you don't know what's causing you to fall or why it's causing you to fall, have you asked God about it? Have you really looked inside of yourself and said, Lord God, please reveal to me anything that does not glorify you? Have you asked that? We got to figure out these things, y'all, because it's all about elevation in the Lord. See, we got to get out of the we got to get the unclean and ungodly things out of our life. And let me tell you, being in this world, there's so many, so, so many things that do not glorify God in this world. Obviously. And so we really have to stay rooted in his word. We have to stay prayed up, y'all. We got to stay prayed up, okay? You got to be talking to Jesus 24-7. I don't care where you are or what situation you're in or what you're doing. You got to be talking to Jesus. And that brings us back to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Acknowledge him in all your ways, y'all. Go read that. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. That's my favorite scripture. But, so, um... Do you feel yourself getting closer to Jesus? If not, why? Do you feel like you're more than a conqueror, which we all are? If not, why? Are you acknowledging God in all of your ways? Are you not leaning on your own understanding? That means what you think, you know that God thinks higher than you. What you see, you know is not really what it is that's not what god sees so what's going on with that are we acknowledging him in all of our ways every time i start a podcast people want to hit me up that's crazy but i put my phone on silent today so it wasn't beeping or vibrating or ringing or nothing so all right and see i have all these notes prepared this is why i don't like to write notes because I'll be focused on like reading the notes so much and I feel like 
for me, how God deals with me, Holy Spirit deals with me, it's just like a more of like a just let him just do his thing. Let him just flow, just talk. And like, so my flesh is getting in the way right now because I'm looking at all the notes. I thought I put them all in order. I'm over here. I'm like, wait, hold on. What? What, what was I, where was I going with this? And so it's kind of frustrating. I might start over. But I do want to let y'all know that um, you can conquer anything that's holding you back, but only with Christ, the one who gives us strength. You can conquer anything that is holding you back, but only with Christ Jesus. Okay? All right, y'all. I'm going to have to put my notes away. I, I'm. Yeah, okay. See, this is why I don't write. I'm. This is why I don't write notes for like planning this out. I write notes for myself, like when I'm studying the word and getting knowledge and stuff. But I can't. This is. Yeah, this this not working for me. I'm gonna start over, y'all. <laughs> y'all, I'm back. I'm not even gonna start over. We we're not even gonna leave that uh that first part of the podcast out. So welcome back. I did take like a little. Two minute break just to kind of just talk to God. I had to rebuke some unclean spirits that were trying to enter into my mind. And the Holy Spirit said, nope, there ain't no room up in here for those spirits, okay? Okay, so we rebuked them, okay? God has cast them out, okay? So we are back, baby. We are back. We're not about to be looking over, going over these notes. I might glance at the notes, but we're not even going to let that. We're not, we not going to do none of that. We're just going to let His Holy Spirit flow and do His thing. So let's get into it, y'all. I have been really just learning a lot, a lot, a lot about our Savior, okay? And it's just been so amazing. Isn't it so amazing? Like, the more time you spend with God in prayer and the more time you spend in His Word, the more He reveals of Himself to you. Isn't that amazing? I feel like I'm getting closer to God every single day. I'm, I, I was literally... See, I ain't even going to tell y'all because y'all don't think I'm weird, a weirdo or something. <laughs> But I was just having a moment with uh, Jesus earlier, and it's just like I felt his presence in here so much. And it's just like he just was was just reminding me, just telling me how much he loves me and how much he loves his children, y'all. And it's just like he really does. Like he's really rooting for us. Like he laid, he, he laid down his life for us. Like this man willingly let people nail him to a cross. Oh, my goodness. I hate thinking about that. I can't. I can't I'm not even going to go there. But it's like. Do y'all realize what this man has done for us? Like, my goodness, it's just, he's so good. He's so amazing. Like, I don't know what I would do without Jesus. I can confess that right now. Can we get some confessions? Can we get some amen? What would you really do without Jesus? Okay, let, let me tell you something. Because when we go, when, when we pass on, we're going to eternal life with Jesus Christ. Okay, we're going to eternal life with our creator. Okay. Holy Spirit, Father God, Jesus Christ, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, okay? We're going to an eternal place with them. We are going to eternal paradise, right? And then you see it's like all the evil people, all the people rocking with Satan, Satan and all his children, Satan and all his demons, his minions, they have an eternal fire, an eternal, not a temporary fire, an eternal fire, read your Bibles, an eternal fire that they will burn through all eternity while we up there in uh, in paradise with heaven 
with heaven while we're up there in paradise in heaven you know praising and worshiping the lord hey what you need you need something lord hey okay you know hey 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 you know like hey hey go jesus like we're just gonna be up there worshiping and pray holy 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 we're gonna be having a good old time with the lord we're like you need anything jesus you good you need anything i'll get this for you lord hey i'll get you something you need anything lord so (laughs) and just like the people who are rocking with Satan are going to be an eternal fire. I don't know about y'all, but I don't know what I would do without Jesus because I'm trying to go to eternal paradise. I'm not trying to go to no eternal fire with the gnashing and the gritting and the grinding of teeth and the, the screaming and the crying and the agony and the complaints. and the No. This is why we got to help our lost brothers and sisters. We have to let them know. We have to let them know about this. One thing I want to touch on real quick. Y'all, we have to come to a place, well, first of all, that we stop disrespecting ourselves. Stop disrespecting ourselves with the places that we go. Stop disrespecting ourselves with what we put in our body. Stop disrespecting ourselves with what we do in our leisure time. First of all, we've got to learn how to stop disrespecting ourselves. And when we learn how to stop disrespecting ourselves, that's when we come into self-love. That's when we really start to learn how to take care of our minds, take care of our our flesh, our body, this vessel, this temple that God has given us. Take care of of, of the things that we are allowing into our consciousness and um, the habits we're picking up. Uh, being mindful of the places that we're going, not going to places that we know dishonor God, not going around crowds and, and people, situations that we know The presence of God is not there. We've got to stop disrespecting ourselves and we've got to put on that self-love. And God is going to teach each and every one of us, each and every one of you listening, because I love myself. He's been teaching me. But if you are struggling with loving yourself, God is going to teach you. But it is only with God. It is only with Jesus Christ that he will reveal who you really are through him. Okay. You are not depressed. You are not ugly. You are not stressed. You are not stuck. You are not unworthy, a, a worthless, a loser, you, whatever you, whatever, anything negative you're thinking about yourself, that is not who you are. And if you want to know who you are, which is strong and brave, bold, brilliant, beautiful, awesome, a soldier for God. If you really want to find out your identity, you got to go through Jesus Christ. There's no other way. All right. The whole point of life is to serve the Lord, y'all. The whole point of life is to serve the Lord. He's such a he's such a good God because he could have made all of us to serve him, right? Just serve him. And just he get all the glory. Just serve him. Just get all the glory. Just serve him. He get all the glory. Just serve him. He get all the glory. But he's so good. He spared us because God does not have to do anything for us, y'all. Through us serving him, he rewards us. He blesses us. And and even through the rewards and the blessings that we get, we get to go reward and bless other people. And then they can go reward and bless other people. Like, God is so good. God is so good. We on God's team, okay? We on the Jesus team, okay? We are all winners, okay? We are more than conquerors. If you do not feel like you are strong, if you do not feel like you are brave, you need to start working on your relationship with Jesus. Just like you have any other relationship in your life that you care about, Jesus and your relationship needs to come first. It needs to be a priority. It needs to be number one. Jesus is not going to be looking at you in disgust when you, when you sin and mess up because he just loves you too much. 
And he already knows when we're going to mess up before we even know we're going to mess up. I might mess up and do something 45 days from now. I don't know what it is, but God already knows what it is. God already knows when we will stumble, when we will fall. He is the one who gives us strength. He is the one who carries us. He is the one that we follow. We follow after God, which means God is ahead of us, okay? So that's why we got to get back up. Anytime we fall, anytime we stumble, we have to get back up and keep following God, period. He's ahead of us. He's ahead of us. We are following Jesus. We are following Jesus literally, spiritually, physically, mentally, verbally, everything. We are literally following Jesus. Jesus is ahead of us. He is our example. He is the one that we need to strive to be like. And no, we will never be him. No, we will never be perfect like him. But he's left us so much of his characteristics, his heart, his words, his truth. His mind, everything in the Holy Bible and how you get to know him more and follow him stronger and stronger and keep and can go a further distance every time following him is in the word, getting to know who he is. He left who he is in the Bible. That's why we got to stay rooted in the word of God. The more and more we read the word of God, the more and more he reveals himself to each and every single one of us. And it's awesome sauce. I'm telling you. But. That's what I was uh, saying is like, we've got to stop disrespecting ourselves. And then we've got to stop letting people disrespect us, y'all. I'm, I'm, this, this is, this is a big one right here. And I'm sure we have all been disrespected and I'm sure we have all disrespected other people. We're not doing that now, kingdom crew. We're not doing that now, but I'm, um, we've got to stop letting people disrespect us. So if you're still letting people disrespect you, you've got to stop and disrespect can be something so simple as um, someone asked you to do something and you said no. And then, you know, it's like they ask you to do some, this, do the same thing again, but just in a different way. And you said no. And then here they come again, trying to sugarcoat and dress it up. And they ask you the same thing again. And it's like, now you got to raise your voice. Like, no, I said no. That's a form of disrespect. So when you say no to something or somebody, or a place, whatever it may be, your no is a no. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. Get yourself out of the presence of people who are disrespecting you. We are done with that. Can I get an amen? Because I know I am. Have you ever just been around people and you just feel disrespected? People looking at you dirty and stuff, you just, you just in there doing your own thing and all of a sudden you just feel like this heaviness, you just feel like this evilness, you feel like people staring you down or people targeting you or something. That's disrespect. This is so funny. <laughs> I don't want to, uh, I'm not putting no shame, no shade on the store or nothing like that. I've only been there like twice in my life. But I went to the hall, uh, it's called, it's called Hallmark. Hallmark. I can't even say that. But I went to Hallmark the other day um, just to look around because they had some stuff with some scripture on it that I saw through the window. And I was like, ooh, let me go in there real quick. But um, I walked in there and I don't know what it was. But I just literally felt like the whole room just turned towards me. Like just, and not in a selfish way, like I'm, I'm all that. No, I'm talking about evil. Like I'm talking about like I was not welcome there. 
I'm talking about getting dirty looks from the clerk. I'm talking about walking around the store and being followed. I mean, I did not feel comfortable in there. But I wasn't going to let that stop me, you see, because I walk with the Lord. And so I was like, you know what, Lord, we're going to, we going to, we come in here to look at this stuff. We're going to do what it do. And so the whole time I was in the store, I just felt this heaviness, like this evilness. Like, it's like I was just a target. Like I just did not belong there. And so I stayed in there just for a little bit of time, looked around the store, didn't have much anyway. And, and so I left and that was just crazy to me. That's a form of disrespect. And I'm going to tie it into something right here. Um, Whatever you're struggling with, whatever is causing you to stumble, whatever is causing you to fall, whatever is causing you to disrespect yourself, whatever is causing you to not love yourself, whatever kind of disrespect you keep tolerating from other people, whatever the case, it's not the people. So when I walked in that store and I felt that heaviness and I just felt like everybody was just looking at me like they wanted to chop my head off, it's not the people. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, y'all. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. It's not the people, it's the spirits. So if you have something that's continuing to cause you to stumble and cause you to fall, one, you got to lay that at Jesus' feet. You got to lay that at the altar. Two, you got to come up with a game plan that can help you to stop doing those things. Little by little, handle what you can, but you got to come up with some kind of game plan, all right? And the thing about it is, it's like you got to realize, if it's not other people, sorry, I'm rubbing my eyes. <laughs> if it's not, I think I'm tired. If it's not other people, if it's not other people, oh yeah, if it's not other people, who we wrestle against, but it's against flesh and blood and rulers of the darkness and principalities and all that, then it's the same thing for you. It's the same thing for me. We don't wrestle against ourselves. We wrestle against spirits. Our flesh is wicked. Our flesh rebels against God. I don't care what type of flesh you have. <laughs> Our flesh was made to rebel against God. And so we're battling that spirit of the flesh, that 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 even is the spirit of rebel rebellion. Every day we gotta battle that. That's why we gotta stay rooted in the word of God, or we gotta take up our cross every day, say our positive affirmations, form good habits, take care of ourselves, spend time in nature, talk to God 24-7. That's why we must do these things, because it's an everyday battle between our own flesh and our spirit. We're not wrestling against ourselves, like punching ourselves in the face and stuff. No, it's a spirit. And so if you're wrestling against yourself and you know that that's not really you, you know that that's not of God, you know your spirit is with God and for God, but you're always battling against your flesh and your flesh is evil. It's the same thing for everybody else too. It's the spirit. It's not the person. It's the evil spirits coming through these people. It's not the person. It's not your mama. It's not your boss. It's not your girlfriend. It's not your boyfriend. It's not your, your, your wife. It's not the job. Well, it might be the job. <laughs> but it's not your cousin. It's the enemy. So keep that in mind. Stop 
giving yourself such a hard time if you slip up and fall. I try to tell y'all all the time, if you, excuse me, when you, we all fall short of the glory. So when you fall, when you stumble, when you get bruised, when you get hit by the adversary, get back up. Jesus and all of heaven is rooting for you, rooting for me. The most important thing to do when you fall is get back up and follow Jesus, period. If you don't get back up, you won't succeed until you do. How can you go forth? How can you keep moving? How, how, how can you make any progress? How can you get further to Jesus if you don't get back up and follow him? Jesus already died for your sins and died for my sins. He's not holding us accountable to them. But at the same time, he's going to teach us how to conquer those things with him and with him only. So if you are battling something that you just feel stuck, it's like, why, Lord God, do I keep doing this? He's teaching you. Are you willing to learn? Are you getting back up? You see, God is our teacher. All right. We must be getting wisdom. This is what I was saying in the beginning. Are you wise? When, I, when I'm talking to y'all and I say like, are you or all, are y'all? I'm obviously making a podcast, so I'm just talking in general. Because God be convicting me. He be dealing with me um, as he's speaking through me. So I'm not saying this like, oh, you can't touch me. I'm perfect. No, I'm just, it's because I'm making a podcast. So don't, don't, yeah, we, yeah. But, um, y'all, we need, we need to be getting wisdom. I think it's Proverbs chapter four, verse seven. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And then it's like, okay, well, God said wisdom is the principal thing and to go get wisdom. And then we say, okay, well, for people who don't know, it's like, okay, well, what is wisdom? Look it up. Wisdom is knowing the right thing to do no matter what. Wisdom is the ability to contemplate and act using the knowledge from your past experiences. You get wisdom, we get wisdom through what we have experienced. We get wisdom through what we have experienced. Now let me read the second half of, of Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7. I'm going to start over, but we're going to say the second half. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. All right. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Okay, okay, okay. So the Lord said we need to, you know, principal thing is to get wisdom. And then through all the getting of the wisdom, we need to get understanding. Well, what does he mean? All right. What is understanding? Understanding is the mental process, the personal interpretation, your, in, your intelligence, your discernment. You being aware of other people's feelings. You being aware 
of other situations, environments, being forgiving, being loving. Right? Okay. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and all you're getting, get understanding. We get wisdom through what we go through. This is why you can come across a lot of people in life to where it just seems like, dang, this person is not wise at all. Like this person just seems like they don't have no common sense. Tell me I'm not the only one who did met some people in my life or having your family or anything, anything that is just like, what is wrong with this person? Like they have no common sense. That's because they don't have wisdom. What we go through produces wisdom, but only through that wisdom if you get the understanding like God commanded. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 7, I can't say it enough. Wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and in all you're getting, get understanding. So everything that we go through, we are supposed to take something out of it. You might run into some people where it seems like they just have no daggone common sense. That's because they're not learning anything from what they go through. These are the people that keep on treating people the same nasty way, keep doing the same nasty things, have no disregard for how they make other people feel. Then been through hell and back and still doing the same stuff. Then been through hell and back and still talking and acting and moving and living the same way. Ain't trying to change nothing. Ain't trying to improve nothing. Just basking in their own ignorance. That's why you will come across people to where it seems like they have no common sense. Because the situations that they are going through and been through, they are not learning anything from it. You see, when God takes us through our situations, there's a lesson to be learned out of every situation. That's the wisdom. If you go through something and you understand like, you know what? Yeah, actually, that I, I need to stop doing that because... Yeah, that didn't make me feel too good. I know it doesn't glorify God. I can't, I can't be doing these things, all that. Like, okay, you know what? I need to make some changes. All right, you know what? Okay, what do I need to do? I need to, That's getting wisdom. And then you change. You start doing things to change your ways after that. So once you get the wisdom out of your situation, you realize what God is trying to teach you. Excuse me, I didn't mean to yell that. <laughs> You, then, then that's when you need to get understanding. That's when you need to understand what you've been through. It's like, okay, I went through something. I learned a lesson. And you know what? I understand this. Through that understanding, through the wisdom that we must be getting and the understanding from that, they go together. Through the wisdom and through the understanding... You get knowledge. And what, and what do they say? Knowledge is power. Ding, 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 ding. God takes us through our situations and we must be learning something out of it. And we must understand it. Once we understand it, that's when we can improve and make changes. Once we've got the wisdom and the understanding, that is new knowledge for us. Now we have knowledge that we can put ingrained in our heart now we have knowledge straight from God straight from this personal life experience that God took me through allow me to realize the lesson in this situation and now I understand how to move forward from this that's knowledge 
then you can take that knowledge and you can go share it with your other brothers and sisters. You see how that works? See how that works? Everything we go through, we got to learn the lesson of it. We got to understand that lesson, understand we need to maybe maneuver in a different way. And start making those changes. Now we have real knowledge. We have real knowledge. Straight from God that we can go and give to our other brothers and sisters. So are you wise? Are you learning anything from your situations? Are you learning anything out of what God is, is allowing you to be in? Are you learning anything? The last situation that you was just in... That didn't glorify God. Did you learn anything from that? And if you did, do you understand the lesson in it? Do you understand enough that you're where you're going to start making changes? If so, you got knowledge. You've got power. There's a lot of people in this world who are not interested in changing. They don't want to change for themselves. They don't want to change for Jesus. They don't, they don't want to change for nothing or nobody. It's some people just stuck in their ways and they're going to die in their ways. Let's not be those people. Let's get the wisdom. Let's get the understanding and let's pass on the knowledge. So when you come across, you know, these people who seem like they have no common sense, they just living on in their terms, on, in their ways. They're not growing. They're not growing. They're not growing in the spirit. They're not growing as people. That's why they stay the same. That's why you'll see somebody live the same lifestyle for 50 years. Doing the same exact cycle. The same exact places, people, moods, up and down, food, situation, circumstance. That's why you'll see somebody live 60 years. And ain't did nothing with their life. 60 years and did the same thing every day. Same thing year after year. 40 years, 30 years. Because it takes the wisdom from the Holy Spirit. And the understanding of that wisdom which produces knowledge. To produce growth. I don't know everybody, but I'm going to go here out on a limb and say people without the Holy Spirit are not really growing spiritually in Christ. How can we elevate in the Lord if we're not growing? Brothers and sisters, we've got to get the wisdom out of every life circumstance situation. We've got to learn something new every day in every situation. We need to be getting new knowledge every single day. That is how we grow in the spirit. That is how we grow. These folks out here with no common sense living their life the same way all their life are not growing. Because they have not included Jesus. 
Or maybe they're just too lazy, they're comfortable and content in their ways, and they're just fine doing the same thing for 50 years, and we know that's a lie, because it's a lot more to life than doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and never changing, never growing, never improving. This is why there's people like that. Because you only grow with the Holy Spirit. (laughs) You only grow with the wisdom and the understanding and the knowledge of God. I don't care who it is. If you do not believe in Jesus Christ and have a heart for Jesus Christ, you can you can list out all the um, knowledge you've looked up in books and on Google and all of that. If you can't give me no knowledge that comes from the word of God, comes from life experiences that ties back to Jesus, I don't want your knowledge. Hey, there's a lot of types of people out there that just think they're so smart. There's a lot of types of people out there that just think they're so big. Like their name just holds so much weight. Like the world is revolving around them. It's really some people out there who just really hype themselves up so much. And they end up looking like a fool. Always trying to um, um, compete. I'm smarter than you. I got a degree. Look at this. Look at that. It doesn't matter what degree you have. If you cannot give me no wisdom from the word of God, you can't tie your back. You ain't got the direction from the Holy Spirit. You're not really that smart, my brother or my sister. You see, because the degrees of this world ain't got nothing on the degrees with God. Hold on, I got to take a break because I'm about to, I need to calm down because I'm about to go off. And I don't want this to be an episode where I'm like going off and like, so hold on (laughs) y'all. So we get the wisdom, I'm back. So we get the wisdom and we got to get the understanding. God commanded us in all your getting of wisdom, get understanding. And that is what gives us knowledge. Okay, so we say, what is knowledge? It's familiarity. It's awareness. It's understanding. It's facts. Perception, reasoning, memory, testimony, it's practice. Did you hear what I just said? When you get the wisdom, you get the understanding. And once you get the understanding, that's when you start applying the wisdom. That's when you start growing. That's when you start changing. That produces knowledge. Familiarity, awareness. Practice, testimony, facts, understanding. That's what knowledge is. And the best knowledge comes from God's word. The best knowledge comes from God's word. Not no school, not no program. The best knowledge comes firsthand from God's word. So if you don't have a holy Bible, you're really missing out. And it really is dependent upon your life. This is life or death. You need a holy Bible. If you don't have a Holy Bible, and I'm not talking about just the Bible app on your phone, which is great too, at least you have something. But if you don't have a physical Holy Bible in your presence, one that you can hold, one that you can cuddle with, one that you can hug, one that you can cry on, one that you can just indulge yourself in, read, one that you can worship with, one that you can pray with. That's, 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 a, huge, that's, that's a huge thing that you need to resolve as soon as possible. 
and you need to ask God to lead you to the right Bible, the correct, the perfect one for you, and he will do so. But you need to get a physical Holy Bible. It is so important for us to have a physical Holy Bible. If you have the Bible app on your phone, great. I have the Bible app on my phone. But I got my physical Bible right here, and I don't know what I would do without my Bible. You need to have a physical word of God. So if you don't, get on it. If you really want to start making some serious changes in your life to help you follow God, you really got to start asking yourself, what position are you putting, what positions are you putting yourself in? If you want to stop going to a certain place or seeing a certain uh, group of people or speaking a certain kind of way or dressing a certain kind of way or um, doing this or just whatever. If you want to stop something in your life because you know it doesn't glorify God like you truly want to change for the Lord, then we have to start evaluating what positions we are putting ourselves in. All right. What positions are we putting ourselves in? God was going over that with me heavy today. And so this takes us to Proverbs chapter 2, verse 4. Ooh, no, I'm sorry. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26. I must be getting tired. I don't know why I said that. Okay, but Proverbs chapter 4, verse 26. Ponder the path of your feet. And let all your ways be established. Ponder. It means to think about. Ponder the path of your feet. What position do you keep putting yourself into where you keep disappointing yourself? Oh, well, I really want to stop drinking. I really want to stop drinking. I really want to stop drinking. Oh, I can't do this. I, oh, I just want to stop drinking. But yet you go sit at the bar every day. And this is just an example. I'm not calling nobody out or nothing. I've just got to give some kind of an example. Oh, I just keep drinking. I just keep getting drunk. But you go sit at the bar every day. You're putting yourself in a position to where there's drunk people around and there's alcohol all around and bad influence for you to drink all around. So why would you continue to go to this bar if you really wanted to stop drinking? What position are you putting yourself in if you want to stop eating a certain type of foods or something or just you're, you want to stop your bad eating habits, but you're pulling up to Mickey D's and Burger King and Chick-fil-A and Burger King and all that every day, two, three times a week. How are you going to say you want to stop eating all these bad foods for you, but you, you're pulling up to the drive-thru every two, 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 three times a week? What position are you putting yourself in? And the second part of that is, and let your ways, excuse me, and let all your ways be established. Okay, what is established? Established is building something. Establishes is something firm. It's something stable. You're building something. Let them be established. So once you think about the positions that you're putting yourself in, you can't really blame anybody else but yourself. That's why I asked y'all at the beginning of the podcast, what's causing you to stumble? What's causing you to fall? And are you wise? Because it was all tying into it together. See, I don't need no notes. I don't need no notes, man. I don't need no notes. <laughs> but um, think about the path of your feet. Ponder the path of your feet. Proverbs 4, 26. I'm going to say it again. Once you start 
thinking about what positions you're putting yourself in, you really can't blame nobody else but yourself. Some things do come straight from the devil and his demons. But some things do come straight just from our sinful flesh. And we need to evaluate what position do we keep putting ourselves in that is causing us to fall short of the glory? What positions do we keep putting ourselves in that is causing us disappointment, shame, and guilt, and sadness? So if you're struggling through something, you need to ask yourself, what position am I putting myself in? Dang, I'm, 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 I'm gaining a few here, I'm gaining a few, and I... Oh man, I don't want this, you know, this, this, this beer belly and I don't want this, you know, thighs rubbing together, just can't move and out of breath, whatever. This is just an example. But yet you just sit in the house all day. Well, the position you're putting yourself in is an unproductive one. Go to the gym, put yourself in a better position, put yourself in the position of taking a walk. You know what? I do want to lose this weight. I do want to improve. So I got to think about the position that I'm putting myself in. And then I got to let my all my ways be established. Okay. Well, if I want this thing, then I got to position myself in this way instead of this old position that I've been in that has gotten me nowhere but disappointed. For the one we were talking about earlier. Okay, well, I really want to stop drinking. So that means that I need to stop putting myself in the position of being at a bar every day. If I really want to stop drinking, then what position do I need to put myself in? Okay, let me learn to drink, you know, some teas. Let me learn about teas. Let me drink more water. Let me find some classes. Let me find some support. Whatever it is that y'all are going through, whatever it is, me included, I'm not excluded from this. Whatever you're going through, I, I, can, I promise you, you got to evaluate what position you keep putting yourself in. If you want to stop hanging around a certain group of people, do you keep putting yourself in the position to be in communication with those people? Every time they call you, you say yes and you go, block their numbers. Bye. Put yourselves in better positions and then let your ways be established. Once you know you're, you're in a position that glorifies God, then establish your ways right there. And then another area in your life you need to be positioned differently, do the exact same thing. And then let your, your, all your ways be established right there. I really do hope that this helps somebody. Look at where you keep putting yourself at. If you continue to let men disrespect you, you continue to let women disrespect you, you continue to let anybody disrespect you, well, what position do you keep putting yourself in to be disrespected? A place where you're not loving yourself. Okay, maybe I need to position myself. I need to start working on loving myself. Jesus loves me so much, and I don't even love myself enough to... To stop being disrespected by everybody, to stand up for myself, to walk away, like, position yourself differently. I love you guys so, 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 so very much. I think Holy Spirit is done here. Um, it's time for me to eat, you guys. I haven't eaten, like, 
like all day <laughs> and I am starving so I I think we're done here are we done here we're done here oh I thank you Lord God thank you Lord God Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. See, at the beginning of this podcast, the enemy tried to stop me from getting this out. By, you know, having I was freaking out about the notes and it's like, oh, well, I don't want to sound dumb. And, oh, man, this, I meant to say this before I said this and this. See, we don't have time for that. And I also just want to let you know, when that happens to you, just take a moment. Just take a moment and say, Lord God, clear out any spirits. That do not glorify you. Take out anything inside of me that does not glorify you. Anything in all things. Anything in all things. Remove from me, Lord, and your will be done. Make me decrease as you increase. You see... A lot of times people feel like they can't hear from God or they can't understand God or whatever the case is. It's because a lot of people are not making room for God. You've got to tell God, hey, decrease me, move me to the side over there, sit me down, take my mouth shut, and Lord, you come in, you increase, you overflow, you do your thing. You are invited here, Lord. You show up and you show out. Do your thing. Some people don't make room for God. God loves each and every one of us so much. We got to make room for him, y'all. Sometimes people be so caught up in the hustle and bustle of life. And then they just, they be like, like the most busy people just have all that they just Ripping and running, ripping and running, doing this, doing that, always busy. You can't never catch them, always busy. Are like some of the most miserable people. Because they're not making room for God. I love you guys so much. See, I, I thought we was done. <laughs> I guess Holy Spirit wanted to get that out. Make room for God, Father God, hey, make room for God, Father God, hey, make room for God, Father God, hey. Hold up, y'all. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, I really am. I feel like I'm about to pass out or something. I'm literally so hungry. And you know what? I've been hungry for a, a while, too. But I was trying to get everything together, take these notes. I was just worshiping, praising God. I was playing my gospel music. I was just dancing with the Lord. Just, hey, go, Jesus. And um, then right when I was about to make the podcast, I got like super duper, like insanely hungry. Like I haven't eaten in like a week type feeling. And I'm like, I, to a point where it's like, I was feeling like nauseous. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so hungry. Like, uh. And yeah, I said, you know what? I'm getting this podcast out. Before I cook my dinner and sit down and eat, I am getting the word of the Lord out. And we got to do that. We got to do that because anytime, a lot of times, majority of the times when we sit down and we're trying to do something for God, the enemy will throw all types of his little uh, evil little spirits, send all his little minions and stuff towards us. And I'm like, you know what? I rebuke you, spirit of hunger. And then once that instantly went away, 
I, I I stood up. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. And then I yawned. I'm like, nope, I rebuke you, spirit of tiredness. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm getting the word of God out. Devil, you are not welcome here. This child of God is getting his word out regardless. Before I eat, before I sleep, I ain't taking no nap. I ain't taking no break. We got to push through. The enemy is always going to try you in some type of area in your life, whether it be through your own mind, whether it be through other people, whether it be through circumstances, situations, whatever. But you got to press on. You got to press forth. You got to move forward. We got to move forward. Like I said, if you fall, when you fall, get back up. We've got to press on, you guys. No matter what the enemy tries to throw at us, we got to press on. And another thing, y'all, the devil is so big mad. The devil is big, big mad. The devil is furious, dog. He's furious. See, we're children of God. We belong to God. God's got a grip on us. Jesus died for us. You think he's just going to let his children go over to the enemy? Negative. No, Jesus has already won this war. He's already won. That's why we are more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us. We are more than conquerors. He is greater in us than he is greater in the world or whatever. Because God has already won. The devil is so mad about that. You see, the devil was in heaven at one point. He was an angel in heaven at one point. Everything was all good, you know what I'm saying? He'd do his little music up there or whatever, you know, everything was all good. But then he tried to come for God and take God's position. He got jealous and, and tried to take God's position. We all know that that's not possible, and that's like the stupidest thing that you can do. So when God kicked Satan out of heaven... Satan and all the other rebellious angels that he convinced to join him, convinced to come with him, they got kicked out of heaven too. That's where all these demons and stuff come from, y'all. That's where all these evil, wicked spirits and stuff come from, y'all. All these fallen angels, all these beings that got kicked out of heaven for rebelling against God, kicked out of heaven for being disobedient to God, kicked out of heaven for trying to come uh, for God's spot. Got kicked out of heaven. Where you think they went? They are all over this earth. There are some wicked, wicked spirits in these people. Wicked spirits. And you're like, that ain't nothing but the devil. Purely that ain't nothing but the devil. There is nothing of God in, those, in, in that person. The devil is mad. He already had his chance. He already was in heaven. He know how great it is. He know how powerful God is. He got to get on his knees and go ask God for permission to do stuff. He knows how almighty and powerful God is. And so he's mad because there's nothing that he can ever do. There is nothing that Satan can ever do. Do to be reconciled with God, our Father, y'all. There is nothing that the devil can do to get back in God's good graces. That's why he's so mad. He lost out. I bet he. I, I bet the devil instantly regretted that decision. He got kicked out of heaven. He's like, oh snap! You know, there's no way back. For, there's no way back for the devil. God is not going to grant the devil mercy and say, you know what? You know what? Satan is cool. Go ahead and come back up here to heaven. No, it is done. God turned his face away from the devil. God hates the devil and the devil hates God. It is done. It is written. There is no chance for Satan to be reconciled back to the father. Y'all, 
we would have no chance to be reconciled back to the Father if it was not for Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ paid the price. We belong to God. God is not going to just let us go. When he sent his only son to die for us, he loves us so much. He's not going to just throw us, cast us into the fire. He loves us. That's why I say, get back up. That's why I say you are already free. That's why I say you can do anything, but only with Christ who strengthened you. Christ is the one who gives us that reconciliation back to the father. And without Christ, we have nothing just like the devil. Satan is mad. So anybody who loves God, anybody whose name is written in the book of life, anybody who is God's true child, anybody who truly loves the Lord Jesus Christ, truly has faith, truly believes, Satan hates that. And he wants to try to keep you from heaven because he can't go back up there. He knows that you going to heaven, eternal paradise, is going to be the greatest thing ever. And so he wants to try and come after the people that love God to try and hold us back and keep us in hell with him. And it's hilarious because he's already been defeated. All the devil can do is try to knock us down. All the devil can do is throw a couple blows at us. All the devil can do is try to delay us. The devil is already defeated. We have nothing to fear, y'all. God literally told us we don't have a spirit of fear. He didn't make us with fear in us. We don't have to have no fear. God reconciled us to him. We are free indeed. Whatever it is that you're going through, it's about how you're positioning yourself. You've got to come into your, 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 your kingdom mindset. You've got to really put good things in your conscious mind so they seep down into your subconscious mind. If you don't know what I'm talking about, get on it. Unlock your kingdom mind. How do you do that? You do that through the word of God and your relationship with Jesus. The devil is mad. There's nothing he can do to get back to God. Nothing. That is why Jesus died for us. So we can get back to God. Without Jesus, we would not have a chance, y'all. A lot of people think that this stuff is a joke, and it's not. It's not a joke, y'all. That's why if you hear someone say they believe in God, but yet they deny Jesus Christ, they do not believe in God. You cannot get to God. You cannot be reconciled to God except through his son, Jesus Christ. And a lot of people think that is a joke. This is why it's important for me to get these podcasts out. This is why it's important for me to get the YouTube out and the other many things that the Lord is working on through me. Because it's a lot of people out there who are lost. It's a lot of people out there who have been raised in the wrong environments or raised and taught and trained to listen to lies. Who there? I, w- I was raised in church. 
The word of God has been instilled in me since I was a little baby girl going to church. I've got the word ingrained in my heart. And I continue to seek him still every day. Do I fall sometimes? Yes, guys, I fall sometimes. Do I make mistakes sometimes? Yes, y'all, I make mistakes sometimes. But I know who I serve. Y'all, if God has revealed something to you and you've gotten the wisdom and the understanding from it, please go spread the knowledge. If you know someone who's lost or confused, please go spread the knowledge. Please get what, what um, God has put on the inside of you out. Start a podcast. Start a book. Start whatever it is that you know God has called you to do. Start a YouTube. Start a blog. Start a community project. We've got to get this knowledge out. We can't just be receiving wisdom and understanding and keeping it to ourselves. I love y'all so much. All right, Kingdom Crew, I have about less than three minutes left here. And so we're just going to go ahead and close out um, today's podcast with um, Proverbs chapter 2. And we're going to go down to verses 9. All right, here we go. Proverbs chapter 2. And we'll go 1 through 9. My son, if you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of justice and preserves the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, equity, and every good path. All right. We want to be on that good path. We got to look at how we are positioning ourselves, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go ahead and let you guys go. I really hope that this has blessed y'all. If there's anything that you can take from this message and you can personally go share it with somebody else, please do. Get your confirmation from the Lord. Pray about it. Test my spirit. Do all of that. And share the knowledge. Don't just get this wisdom from this and get your understanding from this and then have knowledge that you just keep to yourself. I love you guys so much, and I truly do, truly do appreciate. I'm so grateful for each and every person that takes time out of their life, their own personal life, to listen to my podcast. Like, uh, okay, I got less than a minute here. I was about to tear up because I really do appreciate y'all. Like, y'all mean so much to me. The most important thing to me is that I really do hope that I'm helping you guys because I'm serving the Lord. And... 
that's all the business that we need to be about, y'all, is just serving the Lord. So I love y'all. I got less than 30 seconds, so I got to wrap it up. So thank you guys for listening to another episode on Kingdom Work by Risk Season 3. I am your host, Larissa. I love y'all. I will catch y'all hopefully here soon. And remember, y'all, it's all about how you position yourself. Jesus is King.